Praise the Lord. Thank you for all of our listeners of the Voice of Dominion broadcast. We thank you for all of our podcast listeners around the world with Anchor, Apple, uh, Spotify. There's about nine or ten different podcast platforms that we're now on. And this is the Voice of Dominion broadcast. I'm Apostle and Prophet Chris Ward. Today I I have been going, I was in a situation where a tremendous blessing was pointed in my direction. And then I got a call a day later and said it wasn't going to happen. Now, I know my God is sure. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the manifestation of God in your life today. And really, this is a spinoff of we've been teaching on the supernatural uh, miracles of Jesus Christ. And this is this message today is going to have to do with how do you manifest that? How do you go from an average, ordinary, mundane Christian life, which is, you know, and or average, ordinary, mundane life, period, and really there's no difference between the two if you have religion, if you have tradition, and tradition can also include family iniquity. That's the stuff that you were taught as, as a baby and that was in you and then reinforced while you grew up in the household where you grew up. Politics, you know, we're looking at politics. We had Nipsey, one of the um, neighborhoods, great people, was shot and killed uh, about a week ago. And and so there's politics that's involved. You know, the buzz on the street is that of some politics and stuff he was supposed to do that they or he was some information he was going to release and they didn't want to. You know, it's been presidents murdered over information and doing stuff that other people didn't want them to do. Uh, yeah, we can go back to that, but I want to stay on task here to talk about the body of Christ. And so you have religious Christians, traditional Christians, political Christians. You know, the political scene always wants to stereotype uh, African-American Christians as Democrats. See, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, a political tradition. And if you're not with the political tradition, then you, you're an outlier. You, you, you're crazy. you black man, and you're going to vote Republican. Well, this is America. I have a democratic freedom to vote for whoever I want to vote for. I've, a, I've broken out of tradition, your political tradition. And then it's the economic traditions, which is very big in our lives, in that, you know, the way we were raised in our household and the money flows that we saw – it's very hard to break out of that, but through the power of God, we have to break all this out. So going back to my initial story, there was a uh, signed contract. It was supposed to bring me $18,750, man. And I'll tell you what, I went home that day, and my hands was just, I was like, oh, yeah, boy, we get ready to come up. My heart was leaping, and then I got a telephone call. And the woman told me, I canceled the contract. And so, obviously, being human, and you have emotions, and you don't probably, and I didn't tell, you know what, all the people that were involved in that, I didn't call nobody, I didn't say nothing to nobody. So that's the first lesson that you have to learn, that when you get bad news, you can't just emotionally respond to that and feed on the circumstances because it's a fact, it may be a fact, but it's not the truth. The truth is, there are Hundreds of millions of dollars is coming to me. So why am I why am I gonna let my emotions get all out of control over eighteen thousand seven hundred and fifty? Somebody said, You did the math on it. I sure did. 
It was a business deal, and the people signed the deal, and within 15 days, I would have had $18,750. What? Praise the Lord. It's a business that God gave me. But, you know, being human, I went to the Lord, and I asked him, and especially the second night afterwards, by that time I had to notify all my business partners and everything, and they were notified by some of the same people that notified me that it wasn't going to take place. Now, guess what? There's a trillion dollars in the business that I'm doing right now. A trillion dollars, okay? So why am I going to be emotionally distraught over one deal when there's a billion of them out there, okay, around the world? Let's just be real and say 100,000 of them here in L.A. And all I got to do is put myself, let the Holy Spirit put me in a position in the right place to be with the right person, and my team is 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 astute. We're ready to go, and I'm training other people in the real estate investment business. So, so I asked God two two nights afterwards. I said, "Lord, what is going on with this?" Okay, and and get your Bibles and go to Jeremiah chapter twenty four. It says, "The Lord's strength showed me, and behold, two baskets of figs were set before the temple of the Lord." After that, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had carried away captive Jeconiah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and the princes of Judah, with the carpenters and the smiths from Jerusalem, and had brought them into Babylon. Now, Babylon and Egypt are metaphors for the world system that feed into these four realms of influence, economic, political, tradition, and then religion. Okay, what is your tradition? What is your religion? What is your economic status? Do you understand what I'm saying? So there's, there's four realms. And so you see here, it says here, God is asking Jeremiah, what do you see? And in Jeremiah 24, 2, it says, One basket had very good figs, for like the figs that are the first ripe, and the other basket very naughty figs, which could not be eaten, which was so bad. Then said the Lord unto Jeremiah, unto me, it says, What seest thou, Jeremiah? And he said, Figs, the good figs, very good, and the evil, very evil, that cannot be eaten, that they are so evil. Again, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Thus said the Lord, the God of Israel, like these good figs, so will I acknowledge them, that they are carried away captive of Judah, which I have sent out of this place into a land of the Chaldeans for their good. Now, that's exactly where the body of Christ is, is lying right now. That's exactly where the body of Christ We are captive to religion. We are captive to tradition. We are captive to the economic system. We are captive to the four and the, and social media. Whoa, whoa. I, I forgot that one. This, I mean, you know, that's the other one. Other realm, captain of social media, all people walking across the street, traffic, mainstream streets, the the walk light. It's been ten seconds since it said don't walk, and they they can't they don't see the light, they don't see nothing. They just on that phone, texting, talking, webbing, looking for something, trying to figure out what other people is doing. So you got those four realms: the social, the economic, the religious, and then the tradition. Of your person, 
And many times they all overlap. They're all in there. And and as a result of, of their disobedience, God had made them captive to Babylon. Babylon is another uh, metaphor for the world system. See, God told us to be in the world, but not to be of it. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> to be in the world, but not of it. In other words, not captivated by it, not controlled by it, not the four walls and the ceiling of the room of Egypt and Babylon, not to be contained by it. Because we have access to break our power. Watch this, verse 6. For I will set mine eyes upon them for good. And I will bring them again to the land. And I will build them and not pull them down. And I will plant them and not pluck them up. And I will give them a heart to know me that I am the Lord and, and they shall be my people. And I will be their God for they shall return unto me with their whole heart. Verse 8 says, and the evil fish which cannot be eaten, they are the evil. Surely thus said the Lord, so will I give Zedekiah, the king of Judah, and the princes, and the residue, that's the remnant of Jerusalem, the remain in this land and them that dwell in the land of Egypt. And I will deliver them to be removed into, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> all the kingdoms of the earth for their hurt. See, God is righteous. God is sovereign. Now, what, why you say, well, why did you, you're supposed to be a preacher. You're supposed to encourage me and all that. Well, that's what I'm attempting to do. But you got to be in this first group, see? And to manifest the glory of God, you have to trust God and deal with God with your whole heart. Excuse me. You have to. See? For I will set my eyes upon them for good. Verse 6. And I will bring them again to the land. And I will build them and not pull them down. I will plant them and not pluck them up. So what am I what am I saying here? You have two groups of people. Christian people, and let's go to Romans chapter 4. Because we're talking about the supernatural power of God, man. Manifesting the miracle life of Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 4. And there's three keys to it. And I want to show them to you. Because I need you to, to, to impress you. Let's go to verse 16. And, you know, I, I had an interesting conversation with a, a couple, a young couple. And it's a young man who I love very much. And I believe he loves me. And, you know, his girlfriend, who he was interviewing to see if she could be his honey forever. And she said, she, you know, I questioned her. You know, I tell all the kids, bring them to me. Let me examine them for you. I'll figure it out for you. I'll get a get a good sense of who they are and what they're doing right now. And she said, well, he want to piggyback you. And I stopped. And I looked at him and I said, is that true? And 
He didn't say nothing, which means that there was some measure of truth in that, and whether or not he wanted to respond to what was an accusation by her or not, it didn't matter to me. But as I meditated the scripture, no Christian can piggyback another Christian to manifest the glory of God. You can get illumination. You can get revelation. Okay. You can get assimilation, which is when you assemble it in your life, you have demonstration and then God will give you creative power. But you can't, you can't just go somewhere and be associated with somebody and piggyback what they have without doing something that caused them to get what they got from God because it's through revelation and the activation of that in your life. In other words, that third step of faith, got to have a word from the Lord. Two, you got to believe you receive it. Three, okay, because we can already talk about faith in, in Romans 4.16. Three is you have to do something at the behest of the Holy Spirit that corresponds to what you say you believe. And that's where most people fall out at. Romans 4.16, it says here, therefore it is of faith. Okay, so I want you to remember that. I gave you the steps of faith. The first three, the ne- the, the 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 fourth step is you got to say something that corresponds with what you say you believe. And then the next step is patience. Okay, you, the Bible teaches that. You know, God is not, not a 7-Eleven God. He's not a genie. You're going to rub him in a bottle, and every time you rub, you're going to get three more wishes to, get, to do what you want to do and be who you want to be. It doesn't operate that way. He doesn't operate that way. Therefore, it is of faith that if might be by grace. So there's a question mark right there. That word might is a question mark. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. So you got two mites in there somewhere. Right in that one sentence, the first opening remarks in Romans 4.16 is two mites, two question marks. The first one, you got to have faith. You got to have a promise from God. You got to believe you receive it. You have to say it. There's an act of faith that's corresponding to it. And then there's patience. And then you have the best step, which is manifestation. I learned that from Dr. Frederick Casey Price, and I operate my life that way. And what is the word promise? Okay. That's the word. That's the little word. Now, we have to understand, we have to come to a basic understanding that the word of God is a container. It contains, it's 8,000 promises in this Bible. So any situation that you're going to find yourself in, in this world, there's a promise that addresses it. And you have the innate ability through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, grace by faith to unlock the container to stick your hand in and get what you need to manifest in this earth realm. See, faith is the substance of things hoped for. You have to understand that Jesus went to the cross to give us the grace necessary for us to do what we need to do and to fulfill dreams. But you, you, you can't be one of the part of the might be see might be by grace. What is grace? Grace is a finished work of God 
that guarantees you results and manifestation through the name, the blood, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and the the sovereignty and the sovereign power of God in that it's already done. See, that's an illumination and a revelation. It's already done. You, you only thing you got to do is operate in faith, understand that grace is yours, and then you have to incorporate the promise, and you'll begin to manifest that. So we're talking about manifesting the glory of God, man. And, I, you know, I've been sitting around contemplating that. And guess what? I don't care how great a man or woman you got as a man or woman of God. Guess what? You're going to have to learn how to do this for yourself. My son, who's here in the studio, he got here a few minutes late today. I wrestle with him on that always. Listen, you got to learn how to manifest the promise for yourself. I can give you vehicles. I can give you directions. I can give you help in a variety of different ways. But for you to, for the glory of God to manifest in your life, you got to do that. And the evidence is you have all these so-called prolific worldwide leaders with hundreds and thousands and millions of people to follow them on Twitter and Facebook and all that. And they have all these conferences and, and that burning, I want to be one of them. So I'm not hating on them. Okay. But these people run to these conferences and go and they get the illumination and the revelation and they never activate this word in their life because that means that now they got to operate by faith and the body of Christ is still broke. It's still sick. It's still no miracles operating through the leadership and the lay people that are in the body of Christ worldwide. We having conference after conference, church meeting after church meeting, uh, situation after situation in people's personal lives, and still remain in Babylon, inside the captivation of Egypt, Babylon. Okay, the word Egypt means limited. Still limited in our thinking, limited in our access of the divine health that he gave us, limited in the access of the finances that he gave us. The financial package is great. And I'm saying this because I, when I went to Jeremiah 24, I was looking for answers on the deal that, that didn't go through. I went to God. I said, he said, listen, I'm going to build you up. Why? I'm a faith man. I don't do nothing without faith. I'm only in this business because I believe by faith he gave it to me. And so when this deal that we had did not manifest itself, I went to the manifester. I didn't call my assistant. I didn't come. My wife was in the house with me for a whole day, and I didn't say nothing to her. See, when bad news or unlikely news pop up in your life, the best thing to do is keep your mouth shut and go to God. And I went to God, and I said, listen, what's happening? Jeremiah 24, this was the second day, was what, what popped up. He said, I got good figs, and I got bad figs. I got some good Christians who operate by faith. <coughs> Excuse me. I bind up this spirit of coughing, man. I come to, I don't be coughing at all. I come to the studio. Mr. Producer, what you got in here? What kind of incense you burning in here? <laughs> I'm blaming on you. I come to the studio and get on this mic. That's the spirit. And I bind it in the name of Jesus because I come to this. I don't be, I ain't coughed all day. And every time I get in here and get on this mic, all of a sudden I get all choked up. That's a lie in the name of Jesus. I cast it down. But, I went to the manifester. 
the first thing I did was examine myself to see if I made mistakes so that I could do what? The most important and powerful thing that a Christian can do is repent. So if I made a mistake in the processing of this deal or my analysis based on the wisdom of God that he gave me, and I got a lot of it, that I can repent to get back on there because I'm believing to do one of these every week. Every week. People call it train smoke money. Guess what? Train smoke money. You say that to most Christians, they have they don't have a clue what train smoke money is. Every time that wheel turn, guess what? That train company is making money because they pulling they pulling something. The smoke is going in the air, and you can see the manifestation of the smoke every time it puff. Puff, 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 new money. Train smoke money. That's what I'm believing God for. So if I'm on the wrong track, I want to know right now. I'm, I'm willing to repent. I'm a humble man. I want to be a good fig, something that God can use, something he's going to build and not pull up. And I don't want to be the source of him pulling it up. I don't want him to say, well, you know, I told you to do so-and-so and blah, 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 blah. Or it may not even be that deep. It may be just we made a mistake. Say, so made a mistake. Now, I make mistakes. I'm going on air. Everybody who's listening, don't you tell nobody that because that ain't something I say often. <laughs> if y'all tell somebody I said on the radio that I make mistakes, I have to write you a letter and, and, and post you on, on Instagram or something. <laughs> Listen, all men make mistakes. That's a running joke I have with myself. But I was willing to repent. I wanted to repent. Why? So I could get on the train smoke money track. I've already broken religious. Most religious preachers, man, they, 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 don't, they, they don't want me to come preach to their church. Because I'm going to tell the absolute truth and expose all that religion and all that stuff. See, I got I got a couple of speaking engagements coming up now, okay? But when I go there, the people, they holding on to the bench because they, <laughs> they don't know what a brother going to say. But guess what? It's going to be coming out of the Bible. Nobody can ever say, I preached more than 10 minutes and there wasn't a scripture that was presented. Or I gave one scripture and talked for 50 minutes and jumped up and down and spitting and all that. Guess what? I normally have multiple scriptures. We are already on the second scripture right here in this short period of time. We've been on the air for 22 minutes. Now, I'm going to turn this show over to my to my, my partner and my son in just a minute so he can give all our ID information because I did not give it at the beginning here. But let's read this. Romans 4.16. This is where we're going to pick up at the next show, too. So you get on anchor.com and you listen to these shows. They're going to build. He says, therefore, it is a faith. So if you ain't got no faith, you're a bad fig. The Bible says it's impossible to please God without faith. And to have faith, you got to break out of all this religious tradition and family tradition, the spirit of religion itself, the spirit of politics, which is another way that, that the, the world's people control people. You got to break out of being social. I was late today because getting to the studio, you know, and I had to text my producer. He said he didn't get here. I said, man, you better you be looking at your phone. You, you, in, so you in social media. You're a radio. You can need to be. When that thing go off, guess what? 
It may be somebody trying to tell you he got a billion-dollar deal for you, and if you don't get to him in that time, he gives it to somebody else. You want that billion dollars, don't you, Mr. Producer? I'll take it if you want. But you got to have faith to break out. And I was in a in a revelatory. God was dealing with me, giving me revelation. And even though I had a 10 o'clock appointment to come to the studio, I knew it was going to run over. I texted him right away and told him, listen, 1030, man. Because I was not going to move. Sometimes you need to just be still. Put that social media away and be still and know that he is God. Romans 4.16. Therefore, it is by faith that it might be by grace. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not to that only which is of the law. In other words, guess what? All the Old Testament is already manifested through what? But to that also, which is of the faith of Abraham, which is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee the father of many nations before whom, before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead and caused those things which be not as though they were. So all of your dreams and all of your situations and everything that you're dealing with is going to be resurrected. But you got to have faith and you got it's got to be by grace. You have to you have to come into the understanding. And that's the problem. Most, you know, and then guess what? There's a lot of preachers out there. They beat up on grace preachers. I love them because they keep me encouraged. They're not going to preach Jeremiah 24 to you, though. See, that's a prophetical scripture. They're not going to preach no scripture that's going to tell you, let me give balance to this grace preacher thing, okay, that there's a sector of the body that, that has to be pulled down or that's not going to enter into the grace because they're never going to do what God wants them to do. I hate to say it. It's people been saved 50 years, and they're never going to enter in into the grace and the promise of the Lord. Let me look at this word promise here. What does it say? My God, my God. It says here, an announcement, information, assert or pledge, especially a divine assurance of good. Message, promise. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, Alexander Jones, my trusty son in the Lord and moderator of our show is going to, he's going to give you all of our contact information. He's going to lead all those who are listening in the prayer of salvation. He should have enough time to do that. Alex, how you doing today? Oh, fantastic. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Well, if you were listening, we're going to take the time now. If you were listening to this show, if you would like to contact us, you can do so. Write us at the Voice of Dominion, Warden International P.O. Box, 1365, Inglewood, California, 90308. Word in the National P.O. Box 1365-90308. You can call us at 424-261-3208. You can send us an email, w-a-r-d-i-n-t, at hotmail.com. On the subject, put the voice of Dominion Broadcast. If you are listening on Anchor, please hit that uh, donation button. We, uh, we have subscription options. We would greatly appreciate it. And your money does go to help us to continue to produce this broadcast as well as put on shows and conferences in your area. We thank you for listening to us right now. You can go to our website at the uh, www.gamn.life, 
life. You can also give donations there in any amount. We were we are thankful and grateful to receive it. You can go to our YouTube channel at the Voice of Dominion Broadcast. You look for Apostle Chris Ward, the Voice of Dominion Broadcast. Every week we have our church service from Saturday from 8.30 to 11. It's live there. But you can also come to Los Angeles, California to get the actual short, the Do-Right Christian Church at 9815 South Vermont in Los Angeles, 90044-830-211. Apostle Ward or myself or anyone else, a guest minister will be bringing the word like it's fire and it's hot. And at this time, if you have not received the Lord, we want to take this. <laughs> we we'll take this time. Just repeat this prayer after me. Say, Father, I believe in the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I thank you, Father, right now to come into my heart, to live inside of me and be Lord over my life now and forever. In Jesus' name. If that's the first time you gave uh, say that prayer, you write us, call us, email us, go to our Facebook page or YouTube. Anchor. You can, wherever. Anchor, wherever. We, we, you love con- you. we contact us. Yeah, we, we love, love you. you. We want you to do This is Apostle Warden, and I, and I thank you for listening we love you with the love of the lord as alex said if you just said that prayer the prayer of salvation contact us all the contact information is in if you listen on anchor you can run it back listen on the radio you can run it back okay and listen to it again thank you jesus hallelujah it's the apostle prophet chris ward sweat coming through my shirt keep pushing even though it hurts Chasing what I know is true There's nothing that I would not do When everyone around me drops I'm never gonna ever stop I won't waste another minute No, I won't I'm a man on a mission At this time, we would like to say thank you to all of our listeners out there and our ministry supporters. We thank you for your support. And if you have not become a supporter yet, you may do so by checking out the listener support option in the Anchor app. You can also go to our website at www.gamn.life and go to the donations page and make a donation there. We do appreciate all of your support as your donations help to continue the broadcast of this show. And... To help us to put on new conferences for the Global Apostolic Ministerial Network in your city and your hometown. We thank you for your support and have a wonderful evening.